Yeah, I'm still fired up, Slee. Still one of the great days, arguably the greatest day of NFL football in his greatest two days of NFL football in history. Four games with a Rams game that puts them into the NFC Championship game that still doesn't make any sense. How, how do you win a game? You're supposed to win by four touchdowns, or yep. you need a desperation field goal at the end because you connected on a 50-yard bomb. It still doesn't add up. And, oh, by the way, that might have been Tom Brady's last game ever. There's a well, lot going on yesterday. Here's the beauty. In the NFL, you don't have to – once the dust settles, all you got to worry about now is we advanced. And, and you know, I, I think Tampa is a, a perfect example of this. Tampa probably thought – after Fournette scores that touchdown, ties the game up at 27, we're going to win this game. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's probably some players out there for the Rams that even thought, we just choked away this game. I thought, you know, Stafford said something interesting, one of his uh, quotes from yesterday, basically saying, look, would I have liked to kneel the ball down in those f- final couple of minutes and, and the game was over? Of course. But there was also something about the way they won it where, you know, you mentioned this. You kneel the ball down there with 42 seconds left. Nobody's going to real, uh, really say something. Mason Especially actually t- after the fumble on the first play. Right? 100%. Mason you know texted let's, us. Let's take a breath and go, go for here. Mason texted us, kind of said the same thing. Yeah, I thought they were going to kneel it as well. You wanted them to kneel it. They didn't kneel it. They come back and they win the game. I, I think a lot of the mistakes they made are correctable. So I'm not – listen – I'm not saying don't be concerned about the turnovers. You're not winning another game if you go have four turnovers. There's That's that's simply put. It, that, that's a, a simple conversation. But I think how you turn the ball over does mean something because yes. if you turn the ball over a certain way and you still advance, well, you kind of get to wipe all that off. And, okay, Cam, you got to protect the ball better. Okay, Cooper Cup, do I really need to say anything to you? You're arguably the best wide receiver in the NFL. You're probably not going to make that same mistake again. The turnovers that you had, um, I think, are incredibly correctable. And, and like you mentioned, it shouldn't have been a game towards the end, but it was. And Stafford delivered, Cup delivered, and Rams get to move on. And frankly, they don't hey, have to worry about anything that happened yesterday. No one's going to ask you before kickoff on Sunday, hey, what happened last week? Mm-hmm. You know what happened last week? We won. And we're playing in this game, and we get to do it again. JB, the, the voice of the Rams, JB Long, had a great tweet uh, at shortly after the game. It's the best description I've heard, and it's two words long. It was a glorious mess. That's exactly <laughs> what it was. It was a glorious mess because, like you said, they had four turnovers. There was a weird moment where Sean McVay called timeout in a, in a spot that I still don't understand and yet they managed to win the game. The guy that they gave two first-round draft picks to was the reason they won the game. They got the kick to go. I mean, everything that you needed to go right in those last 42 seconds or so did. It was just it was an extraordinary moment. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Here's the thing. Yep. We haven't said his name yet, and it was as dominating a performance as you're going to see from a guy that pretty much puts a dominating performance up every single week. Aaron Donald is going to go to the Hall of Fame. Aaron Donald is an all-pro. Aaron Donald is the best player at his position. Aaron Donald, you heard uh, Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth talk about it a little bit during the broadcast yesterday, might be the best player in the NFL regardless of position. He might be that guy. And all of that being true, I still don't think he gets enough credit for what he does. There, 
every single play, it felt like he was either putting his hands on Tom Brady, tackling the ball, or at least making sure that Brady was uncomfortable in those moments. It was an unbelievable performance. I know they ended up scoring 27 points, but that was because everybody was gassed at the end, and the offense just kept giving the ball back. The defense yesterday was terrific, led by Aaron Donald. Yeah, I think it had more to do with, you're right, the 27 points I don't think tells the full story of the the Rams' defense yesterday. Listen, you cough the ball up, um, teams are going to score. That's just how the NFL works. That's how it works in every sport. You turn the ball over 20 times in the NBA, you're going to lose a game. If you have three or four errors in baseball, you're going to lose a game. It's the same thing here with, uh, with with the NFL as well. And I know, you know, four turnovers, they still won the game. You're right. But and by the way, Aaron Donald as great. Von Miller's been great as well. I mean, Von Terrific. Miller's a, a – JB, you mentioned JB put out a, um, a stat last six games, seven sacks, ten quarterback <laughs> hits. Uh, well, you know, this is – it's kind of pick your poison. And and this is, you know, obviously the attention that you try to pay to Aaron Donald is going to open up opportunities for somebody like Vaughn Miller. It's just it, – you're right. And, and putting pressure on Tom Brady was a difference yesterday of winning that game and not winning the game. I know other factors came into it, but – they're not sexy positions. They're not the positions that are usually talked about, unfortunately, and that's why probably not enough love is going there. So many things happened yesterday that were just surreal that it's almost it's almost hard to remember the order in which they happened, but let's stick with Vaughn Miller for a second. He comes around the edge. He gets that strip sack on Brady, knocks the ball out. He recovers the fumble yep. himself. And, and that was what, what, item number 26 of 84 the very next moments play. where you felt like, okay, the Rams are finally going to win this yep. because even if they don't score a touchdown, they kick a field goal, this thing's a wrap. The very next play, Brian Allen snaps the ball back to the 50-yard line. <laughs> Literally, they lost 30 yards of field position because Stafford's looking to his right. The ball just gets snapped right by his ear. Yep. By the way, I didn't. since when do we snap the ball at 95 miles an hour? That thing just took off like a punt. Tampa gets the ball back, they go down, they do what they do. It was just another one of those moments that Vaughn Miller had that kind of gets lost in the shuffle because of everything. It's just one play after the, the whole weekend was like that. Every time you thought, okay, that's the moment of the week. Nope, not yet. It just bam, 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 right through the end of the game last night in Kansas City. Yeah, I think this is going to be the – now is the dust will kind of settle. Like right now, today, everything is going to be just straight reaction to what happened yesterday. When the dust actually settles – and you start looking at what the Rams have this upcoming weekend and the matchup against the 49ers, I, I, listen, you, you can say they got lucky. You can say this happened, that happened. Rams are in such an unbelievable position. I know they've lost six games in a row to the 49ers. I know the way yesterday ended, people can have some doubt and everything else. I, I don't... I don't see – if you'd have told me the playoffs would have started and this is the position that they're in right now, you couldn't have asked for a better position. And, oh, by the way, the quarterback that you had questions about coming into the playoffs because of how he played to end the season is one of their strongest spots, their brightest stars, at least through a couple of games. Okay, so including yesterday, including yesterday, Tom Brady has played in 50 games, regular season and playoffs, yep. where the opposition has turned it over four times, 50 of them. Do you know how what his record is in those 50 games? That was the 50th game. That was the number 50. I'm going to just I was just going to say he didn't lose one. one game. Yeah, he didn't lose one game. 49 and 1. Tom Brady when you give him four touchdowns doesn't lose. And it's not like he was 3 and 0. He was 49 and 0. 49 and 0 when you give him four extra possessions and yesterday was the one time that it didn't cash. 
Yesterday was the one time that it wasn't good enough. And again, let's go back to what we said a minute ago. Matthew Stafford. He, the, the reason, you know, the, the defense, I, I'm kind of separating the defense out of this, Al, because it was dominant. You, for, for the first two and a half quarters, they couldn't move the ball at all. That's why even when the Rams kept turning it over, you felt okay. Like, I, I think the station Twitter put out at, at ESPN Los Angeles, how you feeling, Rams fans? And my response was nauseously optimistic because they keep turning it over, but they can't move the ball. So yeah. I, I feel okay about all of this. And then finally, the defense just ran out of steam. Jalen Ramsey gets cooked on that one play. It just it, it felt like, uh-oh, they, they finally figured out how to move the ball. Tom Brady's back in the building, et cetera, et cetera. Only they found a way to win the game anyway. Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. it was an extraordinary game by the, the player that you went out and said, we need a guy here. Everything that you were planning for came to fruition. It was fantastic. Okay, what are we going to do, uh, do about overtime here? What do you mean? You're, you're, you're okay with uh, you don't like the fact that one team doesn't get to touch the ball in overtime? That's all right. So, so here's the funny thing. I saw a lot of people putting out on Twitter yesterday, well, you know, um, secure the game. You're, you're 13 seconds. Don't give up a field goal. By the way, they're not wrong. I don't know what the hell happened in those final 13 seconds. I still don't understand what happened. And, and, I, and I think Tony Romo kept saying it on the broadcast. Why are you kicking the ball into the end zone and not running any clock? Both things can be right. Yeah. It was idiotic, the defense that they had in the final 13 seconds. It was idiotic that, and again, this is stuff Tony Romo was saying, why are you rushing four? Put a dude on Kelsey and, and only rush three. They're worried about the clock. They're not. You don't need to go sack Patrick Mahomes. All you have to do is just let the clock run, and they're obviously able to get a couple plays to kick a field goal. But when you know, make the argument both things could be right, yes, it was idiotic. Yes, what the hell are they doing in overtime? It was a coin flip. That I got to be honest, if I'm Buffalo Bills fans, I got to be pissed at Josh Allen. You're going tails in that situation. <laughs> how can you go tails in that situation? Uh, but I mean, Trav, how stupid was that? And, and look, tip your cap. Kansas City Chiefs are the Chiefs, but that was one of the greatest games that we've ever seen. At least for me, is one of the best games I've ever watched. And it came Which down to the best one. Wait, wait, the last one was the best one. As good as all four were, the best yeah. one was the last one, right? It's funny. I think the way I thought. Cincinnati, Tennessee would have been fourth for me. Okay. Third would have been 49ers. And the, <laughs> it in was order. in order. <laughs> and then, you know, when you saw by the time the Rams uh, um, Tampa game was over, you're like, oh, well, that's going to be the best game of the weekend. And then you got the pack, or you have uh, Buffalo and, uh, and KC. What what are we doing the what are we doing in overtime here? No, the, look, something's got to be done. We we it's like these stupid incremental steps that the NFL has taken over the years. And, and I it's think better than it was. It's better than it was, but it still yeah. kind of sucks. And I'll tell you what they can do to fix it. Coming up next, it's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Plus your phone calls eight seven Rams fans seven ten ESPN. Shoot us a call. And, and Rams fans, what are you doing on Sunday? What are you doing? Because you got a chance to make a little money or you got a chance to make SoFi a Rams home game. That's your decision. That's all coming up next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Not only a Rams reaction Monday, but a 
announcement that we're going to give away NFC championship game Come tickets on, on Travis and Sliwa, on Mason and Ireland, on Sedano and Cap. So make sure that you are listening all the time for your yep. chance to win those tickets. Because, look, how about this? The Rams are going to play potentially four playoff games if they if they win the Super Bowl or go to the Super Bowl, and three of them will be at SoFi Stadium, and they were the number four seed going into the playoffs. That is that that is that that's just that's setting like it up the way that you want. They scripted it just exactly. like they scripted it <laughs> exactly. All right, so um, before we we take some of these phone calls, eight seven 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 ten ESPN, get your reactions to what was watching yesterday because. Now, go ahead, pick your favorite moment, favorite guy. There are no wrong answers in this. It was just bananas yesterday. The NFL overtime rules are real, real stupid. Yep. And, 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 I, and just because we got them better than they used to be doesn't mean that they're good. Because before it was, you win the, the coin toss, you move the ball about 30 yards, kick a field goal, game's over. And then everyone went, well, hold on a second. If you only kick a field goal, the other team should get a chance to kick a field goal or a touchdown too. All right. Well, that's about halfway right. And now we had a situation. By the way, this happened against Kansas City a couple of years ago. Just a bananas ending. You go mm-hmm. into overtime. Both of these teams are playing out of their minds. Yep. And we're going to decide a game, and Josh Allen never gets to touch the ball. It's like not letting a baseball team bat in the 10th inning. It doesn't make any sense. Why, why does that exist? Why is it so hard to say, look, both teams get a possession. If they both score, whoever got more wins – or if one scores and the other one doesn't, game's over. Or if they both score a field goal or a touchdown, we're going to keep going. Why, why is that so complicated? I don't so, understand. So, unfortunately, you need games like that and this many people to be upset about the result, this many people to be frustrated about what the hell just happened. That was arguably one of the greatest games in the history of the NFL playoffs, and it came down to Josh Allen didn't get a t- chance to touch the ball. Just think about how they were going back and forth. Mahomes gives, um, or actually Josh Allen gives the lead, uh, gives the Bills the lead. Casey fires right back. Josh Allen comes right back. 13 seconds left. Mahomes <laughs> comes back and drives him down for a field goal. And then overtime, it was, no, we're not going to let you guys go back and forth. We're not going to let <laughs> the drama continue. What a beautiful game it is where two of these quarterbacks saying, no, no, no. It's going to be in Buffalo for the AFC Championship. No, no, no. It's going to stay right here in KC. And it came down to a flip of a coin. Trav, doesn't it take a moment like that to to have everybody say, okay, we got to do something about it because the outcry is so loud? I Uh, hope so. I I, I hope so. I heard somebody. I'm trying to think here. It might have been Spiro. It was on Twitter where the solution was, look, if you don't want to change it during the regular season because it's regular season, ties are still ties. You do it that way. But the postseason – you get the ball once, you go score a field goal, great, they get the ball once. And then vice versa. You score a touchdown, fantastic. They get the ball, they have an opportunity to score a touchdown. This is not complicated. You know, sometimes we make things hard that are not hard. This is one of those things. Both teams need to touch the ball in overtime. I don't care if it's a touchdown, a field goal, or whatever it is. Don't over. This is the equivalent of having uh, Brett Bell get a, an option play at the end of the game. Don't do that. Okay, mm-hmm. don't do that. That's a terrible, terrible look. Let's our Blake Lake or whatever his name was. Both teams need to touch the ball. That's it. Let's just keep it. We, we all know what we're talking about from here. That's how you do it. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit Progressive.com. Let's go to Adam in Los Angeles. Adam, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's going on, Adam? Adam. You there, buddy? Adam's not there. Let's go instead to Adam. We're going to go to Pat 
Pat, you are on Travis and Slee. What's up, Pat? I call. Uh, yeah, we've been a season ticket holder since they were at the Coliseum and now at SoFi. I just hope on Sunday we could bring the energy level to that stadium that we brought Monday night with Arizona. It was electric in there, and that's what we need to show these guys that we got their back and we could beat this 49ers team once and for all. Yeah, I appreciate the call, Pat. Y- yes, you're a hun- look. I'm, you talk about we talked about it a second ago, Al. The overtime rules. Don't don't overthink something that's really easy, right? Mm-hmm. This is one of those things too. Don't over. This is pretty easy, guys. If you're a Rams fan and you have tickets, don't sell them. I, I get why you want to. I get why you can basically pay for your entire season ticket package, which is wait expensive. a minute. Weren't you just saying this is a business financial no, no. economics I, I, decision? I'm not judging. And no, no. You need to understand what I'm saying here. Mm-hmm. This is not one of these things. Hey, it's kind of out. It's entirely in Rams fans' control. So if Rams fans are, hey, it's half 49er fans. That's nobody's fault but Rams fans, mm-hmm. right? They, they, I, I get if you can say because here's how it goes. Hey, uh, Rams fan, 49er fan here. How much are those tickets? Oh, those are 500 apiece. How about I give you 1500 Nah, man, go Rams. Okay, how about 2500 apiece? Nah, man, go Rams. How about, I don't know, 4500 apiece? Uh, yeah, enjoy the game. Because now I've covered my entire I, – I get it. I'm not, I but, sold at 650 but, 650 I sold. Here's the deal, right? Al, this is mm-hmm. the uh, – Andrew Whitworth's wife was on Twitter last night saying, don't sell them, I'll buy them. There's like some geotag things going on. You can't buy them outside of a 100-mile radius or whatever it is. With the secondary market, it's almost impossible to prevent this stuff from happening. It's up to Rams fans. It's, I, I want it to be all blue. I want it to be loud and raucous like Pat was saying against Arizona. But th- this is entirely in control of the people that go to these games. This is, this is not – and we'll see what it is. It's up to you guys. So there's a okay, – let me try to put this the right way. There's kind of a personal responsibility to what happens this weekend. <laughs> and I, I say that because – listen – um, the Rams have been back in L.A. now for X amount of years. Kroenke built a $5 billion stadium, and they have – it's you know, it, just think about franchises, and we see it in all sports. Some franchises cut corners. Some franchises, all they care about is the bottom line. Some franchises are not worried about the product that's on the field or on the court or on the – whatever the case is. I say that because the Rams have not cut corners. They're no. spending – they're going out of their way. Everything possible to go win a Super Bowl for the f- city of Los Angeles. It's a real priority for this organization. It, it, actions speak louder than words. It's go see what they've done over the years. And when I say it's a personal responsibility to L.A., and I think, Trav, you said it best there. Um, if Rams fans come out and it's a 80-20 this upcoming weekend on Sunday against the 49ers, I'm not kidding when I tell you this. I do believe that increases your chances of winning the game. I, I really do believe that. And when it's 50-50 or 60-40 the opposing team and the Niner fans are going off they were the way they were in the in the final regular season game, I think it does impact the game. I do too. I think the there, there's a portion of this that you should respect what the Rams have built here over the course of these last few years because I don't feel – they are doing everything they possibly can if you are a Rams football fan to deliver for the city. In return, maybe you can go support the squad and not have to go make 800% on your uh, tickets. I, I, I get it. I, I, I get both sides. I, if, it, if I had season tickets, I would not sell them this, for, for a couple of different reasons. Number one, I want to see this. I mm-hmm. want to be there. I want to be a part of it. And then the second part of that is 
what you said, I want the Rams to have the best chance at success, and I think their chances of success go up if their home stadium is filled mostly with their fans. It's crazy that this is a conversation it, it is, but going into an NFC championship think game. Think about it, though, and, and I get it, and we can take some calls on this, 877-710-ESPN. If I can pay for everything else oh, in this one I, game, I I'm, I'm at least going to sit down and pencil it out and think about it along the way. Let's try another call. Uh, Los Angeles this time, and Walter. Walter, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Walt? Rams game is going to be a great one. I, I, I'm from L.A., Dallas Cowboys fan. Never realized how many San Francisco fans are out here, so they're going to fill that arena because it's a lot of Frisco fans that live in L.A. But the Josh Allen and, and Patrick Mahomes, a great game. I was talking to my brother, and I know it came down to that touchdown, but I really think they should have kicked that ball on the ground on the kickoff and got it in the play and got those seconds off the clock. Walter, you know it's crazy. I appreciate you calling in. If I'd have told you, let, let's say, okay, they kick it into the, you know, as, as they do. Do you know how many things have to go wrong for them to move the ball 50 yards in 13 seconds? <laughs> exactly right, Hal. But, but on, exactly right. <laughs> but on top of that, you could have kicked the ball in play and maybe shaved two, three, four seconds off the clock as well. But do you know how many things had to go wrong? And it's not even that they had to kick a 62-yarder. No, it was it was a forty nine. I think it was, I think 48, 49, yeah, something it, like that. It was not a bomb. It was not. It was a kick that you expect him to make, right? Yeah. And, and but let me let me just throw this out. Well, there because, it, it, Trav, think, yeah. think about this. Stafford had how much time? Forty two 40, seconds. Forty two seconds. He had thirteen seconds. <laughs> well, yeah, it's right. less. Yeah. It's you know less. what's even stupid? You know what's even stupid with Stafford? It basically became an extra point. Yeah, well, I was going to say it was a chip shot. Yeah, it, it was, it was, it was a chip shot at that point. But here, this is the part that I think mentions warrants mentioning. We all saw Tyreek Hill, right? You really sure you want the ball in that dude's hands? <laughs> I understand that running it along the ground is going to burn some time, but what if he picks it up? Now what? I mean, I, I don't know if there's a person on earth that can tackle Tyree Hill, Tyre, Tyreek Hill in the, open, in the open field because if you squib it along the ground and he scoops it up and yep. he does what he did about 10 minutes earlier, we're saying, what the hell are you doing? Kick it through the back of the end zone. They only have 13 seconds. they got to go 50 yards in 13 seconds with only one. That's never going to happen. What the hell was their defense doing? Unbelievable. I, I really, Unbelievable. I, I, that's the better question now, right? What in the world is a defense doing that allows you to get 50 yards in about a blink of an eye and kick that field goal. That's the, the the kick itself. I think is probably okay. All right, one more here, Mitch in Long Beach. Mitch, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Uh, how you doing, guys? Uh, I'm I'm a season ticket holder for four. Um, not necessarily a Rams fan, but I went to the game last week. But yeah, I mean, I, I ended up selling mine last night for forty four hundred bucks and. Just like Silly said, they, How, uh, they covered on, the real, season. Real quick, I just want to make sure forty four hundred for four tickets. So you sold them for, for four of them, yeah, eleven hundred a piece in the two hundred section. Yeah. Well, I, I, Mitch, I think it says something. When you bought the tickets, you said you're not really. Are you a casual fan? Was this more like, hey, I'm yeah, going to buy a these because fan living in L.A. my whole life. Yeah. Yep. Just thought right. it'd be a good investment in, in in the beginning, and yeah, we're here, and it's obviously a no brainer decision for me. Um, obviously covered the whole season and uh, and and then some. I think we've gotten to the meat of the issue. Thank you for the call. Appreciate Mitch, it, Mitch. Because I think Mitch is not alone. I think that there are a lot of Mitches out there who are, hey, I live in Los Angeles. I'll yeah. root for the Rams. Mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, I, I love SoFi Stadium. It's a cool yep. place to go see a game and et cetera, et cetera. But 
I am not a diehard live and breathe, so if I can offset the cost of this, and, and I'm not, you know, the Rams guy, it, it's what are you going to do? Well, let, let me let me give you even a better scenario. I had a buddy of mine texting me yesterday on a kind of a group chat. He's like, do you know how much my tickets are going to go for if the Rams end up winning this game? This is a businessman who bought his tickets, part of a corporate package, you know, all that stuff, right? So I say that because there are probably a lot of people, too, who own tickets at every Rams game and every Chargers game that just have no affiliation. Wait a minute. I bought these tickets because I get to take care of my clients. I'm taking care of my employees. I don't really care who wins a game. And how much is this Niner fan going to pay? That's, that's, that's a perfect example as well. All right. All right uh, uh, it's time for the Stat Hero Weekend Hero. Uh, Trav? We had a little bit of an uh, interesting weekend in the NFL. Yeah. A little bit interesting of the weekend. Okay, wait. Here, here's my question to you. By the way, our fantasy football winners, losers, stat, uh, loser, stat hero, the exclusive daily fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sliwa show. You put up a 10 spot in ours. How did you do in fantasy uh, on, uh, on Stat Hero? I won the picks. I went. I got 10 picks. But Stat Hero, Matt Stafford did me justice. Cooper Cup did me justice. The problem is I went up against uh, Josh Allen and Travis Kelsey, who also had some pretty good weekends. So it came down to the third guy, right? So Devin Singletary versus Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I had Hilaire. It didn't work. The whole point of this is Stat Hero lets you see the lineups. You know what you can go up against. You like the matchup. You play, you got a better chance to win because you get to see the lineup straight up and you only have to beat that one lineup. That's why DFS for me goes through Stat Hero. Did they run their mouth when you lost? You oh, yeah. A... No, right okay. here. You're looking yep. at right here. It says, do more research next time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got I like from that. Stat Hero today. I yeah. like that. All right, Stat Hero, the exclusive daily fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sleeva Show. Stat Hero is the first ever daily fantasy sports book that gives the player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710ESPN for a 100% deposit match. Fact or cap is coming up next. Is it okay to snap at someone if they interrupt you during a big game? That's coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeva Show, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, guys. I don't know if my heart's recovered from yesterday. So I, I, uh... I just want you to understand. I hope that you don't think that we aren't interested in Connor <laughs> and Saturday. It's just that we put together one of the great weekends of all time yeah. in the NFL. So you don't get off the hook. We're going to have to hear all about that date. We're probably just going to have to push that back a day or so. Yeah, my heart's recovering in multiple ways, both from the game yesterday and the, uh, and the date on Saturday. But, Perfect. Uh, yeah, we'll get into that more later. Uh, stay tuned, guys. Oh, but... yes, we will. <laughs> I have so, a lot of, of questions about that folder, by the way. Well, well the little tease for tomorrow. Connor showed up with a folder, Slee. Yeah, God, Twitter. I'm not surprised. I mean, we <laughs> told him what we're going to need here for the uh, for the coffee date, and, you know, he – he delivered, delivered sort of. I, am, I still want to go through all the details. We'll do that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Twitter sleuths can find that on the Twitter, uh, the picture I posted. But Absolutely. anyway, up first, uh, this is something that's personal to me. I get really heated when I watch games. It is especially very close. It's not easy to be with, but 
Uh, it is totally acceptable to snap at someone if they interrupt you or make fun of you when you're in the middle of watching a heated sporting event. Travis, is this factor cap? Uh, for me, it's cap. It's a football game, a baseball game, basketball game, or whatever. I, you can't engage me in something meaningful in that time. Like you, you, you can't, you can't say, "Hey, listen, um, we, can we go through the four hundred one k right now while the Dodgers are playing in the World Series?" I can't do that right now. But if you just come in and say, "Hey, how's your day going?" I'm not going to bite your head off. Just we, we got to pick our time. We got to pick our spots. We got to pick the content and kind of read the room. But uh, no, I don't have to be totally locked in on it as long as uh, we understand that I'm going to get to the important stuff later so a lot of this is the setup right uh, is the squad down you know what I mean are, are the <laughs> Lakers down by 15 and you want to ask me a question about the game like right now of hey what is illegal defense I'm not explaining <laughs> illegal defense right now okay we're not doing that I think a lot of it has to if your team is up all of a sudden you're like well let me tell you a little bit about illegal defense bring the computer over here I want to give you a couple examples here on YouTube let's go through some of the film if, if your team is winning, you're more apt to be, you know, just uh, in a better mood. If your team is losing, you want nothing to do with it. That's my context to it. I'm probably a little bit more on edge. Kind of depends the squad on who, is too, right? Like if it's somebody that you're fond of, it's not that big a deal. If it's somebody that generally annoys you, you're probably a little more quick to snap and say, "Hey, uh, maybe, maybe later, dude. Maybe just uh, after the last ten seconds of this game expire." Right. And the, and the big conversations of like, hey, I'm thinking, you know, this summer, let's go on vacation. Let's talk about all the details right now. Let's not do that right now. Exactly. Yeah, it's the people that don't know anything about football that really piss me off the most. You're like, okay, this is a this is a key moment right now. Um, okay, up next, ordering off the secret menu anywhere but in and out is pretentious. Alan, is this factor cap? I don't think I know enough. Um, I don't know enough about the whole secret menu game. So does every drive? Does every fast food joint like do a lot of these places have this a secret menu? Pretty I, much. From working there, from working in Chick Fil A, people would order all this random stuff that they said was the secret menu, and some of it we were like, we don't do that, and other stuff was like, okay, this is a hassle. So, I don't have an in. That's the problem. I like. I, I want to order off the secret menu. I want some, you know, dude to say, "Hey, see that long line right there? You don't have to wait in that long line. Come over here. Here's a side door, and you're in that's there." That's the secret line, not the secret menu. That's the back door. That's knowing a guy that's running the register. But no, my my point is, is not not even that. It's like you're going to a bar. You're going this way. The case is, I don't I don't have the in. So would I like to order off the secret menu? I would. I just don't know enough of what's going on behind the scenes. So I, I'll, I, you know, that food is kind of my thing, right? And I get very excited to talk about it. And the, the nuances of it all. I'll be honest. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in with you. Other than In-N-Out, I don't know anybody else's secret menu. In-N-Out's the only one that I understand what's actually out there. And it's, it's little things. Like if you just, if tomorrow they snap their fingers and said, no more animal style, no more chopped chilies. I'm still going to get double doubles because they're fantastic along the way. Most of this hidden menu stuff is stuff yeah. you don't want in the first place. I like animal style. I like the chilies, but the hidden menu, the secret menu, hidden menu, eh, I don't, I don't have to have it. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go take my chances, roll the dice. I'm gonna go to a place like Sprouts. I'm about, hey, what's, what's going on in the back there? You know, <laughs> secret you got, menu you got back any, there, uh, honeydew back there that you're not putting out for the rest of the customers. Is there any? I'm gonna go off-season to, cantaloupes. I'm gonna go to Ross and just be like, hey, some. <laughs> Guys got some jeans back there you're not selling here in the front. Uh, sir, uh, let's keep it moving. There's people waiting in line. <laughs> so uh, you guys both saw uh, when Ndamukong Suk uh, went off at Matthew Stafford in the game yesterday. 
after afterwards caught on the mic was like he kicked me but people were speculating on twitter that he was kicked in the nuts and he just kind of stared down matthew stafford afterwards so sue was in the right because he was kicked in the nuts travis is as fast as the cap well uh, i'm gonna go cap because and Dominican Sue's ability to get mad at people doing cheap shots, he's kind of spent his equity in that department. That This is somebody that has made a name for himself on two things, being really good at football and making really dirty plays. So if he gets – and by the way, I don't think that Matthew Stafford kicked him intentionally. I think they got tangled up and he got kicked. I'm not saying he didn't get kicked, but there's a difference between – getting dragged to the ground and your foot comes up and you kick somebody and doing what Sue has done to the Packers lineman when he stomped his foot, to Matt Schaub when he's laying on the ground and kicks up between his legs. There's a huge difference between those things. If, if it were somebody else, I'd be more likely to listen to it, but Indomitian Sue's reputation precedes him, so no, I, I have very little sympathy for him. I, I think it's fact, but I think it's more of an NFL thing. The NFL thing for me is let the two chirp a little. Like, are you really throwing a penalty for that? Uh, if the two guys are staring at each other, who, by the way, in the very next down get to go up against each other again. Like, there's, they're going to face each other how many different times during the NFL or during the, uh, during the course of 60 minutes, whatever the case is. I always kind of look at this. It's NBA, this happens so quick. Refs are so quick to, you know, their technical, uh, the, the trigger of calling a technical. It's like, let players, as long as they're not doing anything personal, as long as they're not doing anything, they're throwing swings or blah, 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 pushing each other, let them run their mouth a little bit. I think it makes the game a little more interesting. I'm okay with that. Here, here's my – that one happened, and then shortly thereafter, Brady got his lip split, right? Yep. And we made it sound like Tom Brady getting a small cut in his lip was like some sort of – car accident where there's 28 people scattered around the road he got a split lip can we calm down a little bit this is a football game sometimes you get a cut sometimes you see you the way a little bit it, it you was see ridiculous. the way the way they protect quarterbacks a split lip was a ah, three car car a three it, car it crash was, it was literally a hit that was clean that the shoulder pad comes up and gets him and it cuts his lip it, it was nothing it was no Aaron it was Donald nothing. gets but hit the, like that 58 times a game and nobody says a word it was nothing but the way they protect quarterbacks, and it's and then Tom the slow mo shot of Tom Brady walking off the field with the pink teeth and the you know movie star good looks. Like everybody, just slow down on Tom Brady with the split lip. Can we can we just please catch our breath here? It was Blue Steel from uh, Zoolander. That that kind of uh, gave a look to the camera, so it's great. Uh, perfect, so this perfect. this happened to be this weekend. Uh, I had a package delivered for me from Amazon that I didn't expect. I thought it was, uh, but my friend actually ended up getting it for me. But I thought I had drunk ordered it. So you drunk order from Amazon. Alan, is this factor cap? Uh, it's cap. I don't so sober order from Amazon. <laughs> I, I, I occasionally get stuff from Amazon, but I'm not one that, um, you know, just use as an example. There are packages, 39 packages a day coming in from Amazon. Not just here. You know, it's a condo complex. But I'm not one that goes out of my way unless there's something just like specific. Hey, you know what? I found a book that I want to read. I'm going to go read this book. Something like that. I don't I do not do a lot of my stuff on Amazon. But I, I like the I'm going to get hammered and now I'm going to order everything on Amazon. That's 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 an interesting one. Why did three new laptops show up today? What, what did I do last night on Amazon? Okay, so you guys judged me for not using Venmo a couple of, of weeks ago, give or take. I don't know if a day has gone by where there hasn't been an Amazon delivery at the Rogers household for 
probably years, right? It, it's something almost every day. It's you know, little stuff. It's paper towels. It's soap. It's just the stuff that you order every day, right? I have never ordered a single thing off of Amazon in my entire life. It, the, the order process in my house goes, hey, Sue, I need uh, a stack of legal pads. Okay. And she, and she hits the button. So I don't think that I would not do it, Emily. If I had access to it and took the time to set it up, I'd probably be bankrupt in a few months because it sounds like something fun to do. But I've actually never ordered a single thing off of Amazon. Well, good for you because it's way too easy and uh, you can spend way too much money super quickly. Oh, no, Trav, it's the easiest thing in the world. Like the easiest. Oh, I'm, I don't doubt that. That's No, but, but think about that. It. When they make it that easy, you know, we were talking about Starbucks. A couple times we brought it up. Oh, no, here's my phone. No, here's the app. No, no, God, take the money away. Add funds? No problem. Like, <laughs> we're robotic when it comes to take our money. It's There's no messages up there saying, hey, just heads up. You've already spent $26 at Starbucks this week. Do you think you want to scale back a second? No, it's add funds. Well, of course I add funds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's keep this and all moving. it takes is your thumbprint. And there, there's another 50 bucks into the, uh, the Starbucks app. All right, Rams escape Tampa. They're on to the NFC Championship game, but a handful of things they need to get cleaned up for that third meeting against the San Francisco 49ers. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Not a bad prize, Al. NFC Championship game tickets. Listen, all day Wednesday, Travis and Slee, Mason and Ireland, you know the drill. You know how to find it. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support vets with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program, now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping vets in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. You're going to like this, Al. So... I'm out here at Riviera Country Club getting ready for our Dream Foursome event. Yeah, right? just Ahead part of the, the membership you've had there amongst <laughs> 13 other country club memberships that you have. Yep. But by the way, that is the Travis dream, if we're being honest. I don't, I don't need like a lot of fancy stuff, but country club memberships would be nice. Um, Ray Diaz is our winner. Ray Diaz is here, but before Ray got here, he comes in and he introduces himself. We're chit-chatting a little bit, and Ray says to me um, – Sorry I'm late. I had to sit in the car and listen to Ask Slee get finished up. So <laughs> Ray Diaz is here. He's also Blockchain Ray on Twitter. So he's a regular Ask Slee participant. Ray, welcome. I'm glad to be here. So do you want Excellent. to do a live in-person Ask Slee right now? I think you should. Absolutely. All right, let it rip. All right, what do we got, Ray? What do we got? All right. Is Slee a gracious winner and accepts defeat with class? Or is he a rub-it-in winner and a sore loser? Hashtag this, one, this was an easy one. Um, I'm not a rubbered in sore loser, but I also might just uh, just walk off the court. All right, if we if we just <laughs> lost, I'm not going out of my way to hug the guy that gets to stay on the floor, and I got to wait three more games before I go back on because there's 17 people waiting. Um, but I'm also not. We just beat you. Go take a seat over there. Hey, can you grab me a Gatorade downstairs? I'm not doing that as well. <laughs> so you, you could be two things at once, right? You could yeah. be a very gracious winner, like, hey, good job, you know, and also be a terrible loser. You can be both <laughs> at the same time, right? Who? What, what's the line that, you know, show me a gracious loser and I'll show you a loser? You know, I, <laughs> I, I understand getting mad when you lose. I understand not liking that. I like yeah, that question, Yeah, do, but do you go out of your way to – and obviously, listen, just think about – what what are we competing in? 
are we, you and I are playing a pickup basketball game. We're playing uh-huh. poker. Like we're doing things that are just not that athletic at this stage, <laughs> right? Like we're not on an ultimate level. Shoot but I'm pool. also one game takes 45 minutes to finish. <laughs> actually, you know what I do say? I will do this. You know how I told you I got into this little poker world that mm-hmm. I've been playing a lot more poker. I definitely do. Hey, good hand. Like if the guy beat me and he even if he won on the last card, it might be a stupid. I don't know why he kept betting. Hey, good hand. I leave it at that. But I don't rub it in if uh, if I beat them. No, so I, I think one of the other you, – you know what I'm about, Al, power moves and just kind of – Sure, no, Uber, <laughs> my, you my, sit in the front seat. My entire thing, Uber, I sit in the front seat. Yeah. That kind of encapsulates my entire deal. No matter what it is, even if it's like you were saying, just blind-ass luck. I got the card on the, on the last one, right, and I win. I played the hand terribly, but I won anyway. I just like pretending that eh, I had it the whole time. Like every time I win, this is how it goes. I win stuff. I don't know how you do it, but I win things in Travis Rogers' world. So if you're surprised and you're going to dance around, like I'm just going to take it like this happens to me every single day. I have a, I have a buddy of mine that for some reason, I think he knows he irks us all when he runs his mouth, which makes him want to run his mouth even more. And of it's course. like, but it's so juvenile. It's like fourth grade type of talking, which is even more annoying. And he's embracing that. Like that's his identity now. So there it is. Can there I give you it. a couple of things that I want to see done differently in the NFC Championship game than we saw done yesterday in Tampa? Sure. Yep. And, and, and I'm not, not even the obvious ones like four turnovers. You're going to mm-hmm. have to, you, you, that's not going to work again. That was one in a million, and you dodged the bullet, and congratulations. And in the words of J.B. Long, the glorious mess broke your way. Um, number one. Let's play both running backs. It was all Cam Akers yesterday, and two fumbles aside, which is hard to do because it's two fumbles, but Sony Michelle has had a great year for them. Yeah, yes. Sony Michelle has been an important part of what you do, and maybe Cam Akers is your, your number one guy, and maybe Cam Akers is the guy that you're going to play with next year along with Daryl Henderson, and Sony Michelle might sign somewhere else. It doesn't mean to have to do it right now. Let's mm-hmm. get Sony Michelle out there a little more. I was very surprised not to see him play more yesterday. He barely touched the ball. Plus, he's somebody, you know, he's got some experience as well. That I, I agree with you on that, just having a little bit more balance using the two of them. And, and listen, there were times during the game where you were watching Cam Akers, and we, we talked about Cam Akers is looking for physicality. Like Cam Akers wants to hit somebody, which is all good. I mean, that's that's exactly what you want. We were actually praising he him for that. Another DB out of the game yesterday. That's right. It's he two did. Weeks, two DBs that he's taken out. He's so hard. he's obviously he's looking for people to hit. And and listen, that's that's smash mouth playoff football. Um, and I don't think you're going to have another game here from uh, from Cam Akers where he's going to fumble the ball twice. I don't think that's going to happen. But I think on top of that, it's just kind of a uh, – Sony Michelle has a lot to do with kind of getting you to where you are right now. And why not use Sony Michelle as well? I get that balance. Yeah, no, I, I would like to see that. The other thing is let's use OBJ more. I know Cooper Cup had a big day yesterday. Van Jefferson caught a couple of big passes too. He had a nice run. But OBJ was doing work in the first half. And then in the second half – he was absolutely nowhere to be found, so we can we, we can get into that coming up as well. Matthew Stafford had a great line, Slee, about just ripping someone's heart out. I want you to hear that. Coming up next, it's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. AutoZone has free services, and you need them to help you get back on the road. Like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service, the AutoZone Fix Finder service not only identifies the check engine light code, but also helps identify the most likely cause of the check engine light being on. 
The information provided by the AutoZone Fix Finder service is verified by data from over 5.5 million ASE certified technicians. And with over 5,000 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone.